Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. The path of the righteous man is beset on all sides by the iniquities of the selfish and the tyranny of evil men. Blessed is he who in the name of charity and goodwill shepherds the weak through the valley of darkness. For he is truly his brother's keeper and finder of lost children. And I will strike down upon thee with great vengeance and furious anger those who attempt to poison and destroy my brothers. And you will know my name is the Lord when I lay my vengeance upon thee. Ladies and gentlemen, the Church of Laszlo has begun. Yo! Yo! How's it going, buddy? Pretty good. How about yourself? Never been better. Good. Glad to hear it. Good. Did you uh, do anything fun since I last saw you? No. You? No sports. You didn't have to come over to my neck of the woods. I did not. No uh, spent condoms <laughs> on the ground. <laughs> no. Mm. I watched In that. state-of-the-art baseball <laughs> facility over there? <laughs> yeah. I watched that Waco thing last night, which you know, we talked about as we were leaving yesterday because you oh, just yeah. watched the Showtime one. Yeah, you watched a documentary? <clears throat> yeah. I was very confused about the different ones that, are, that exist and are coming out. That Showtime one, it's like it was made for Spectrum or something, and then that went away or you, you know, it never came to be. So then it went on Paramount, then it's uh, Paramount Cable, then it's Paramount Plus, then it's Showtime. But it looks like what you watched, maybe they added new stuff to but i could be wrong I don't know about that. i can't imagine they did because it's all the people yeah i that's what i was thinking i was like these are pretty big actors uh, so I, I i think i've seen the thing that you watched like i know mm-hmm. i watched that whatever you want to call it dramatization right with that cast at some point so i think it was the same thing and then i'd seen something like an fbi show that was pretty brief about um you know it was a, like a news magazine type thing like documentary okay. style but it was it was it was just from the FBI's perspective. Why is the suddenly interest in Waco? That's what I wondered. And I was reading a thing this morning about how, with all the streaming services, you know, documentaries are huge, and there's so many documentaries to choose from. I mean, so, I don't want to say modern history, but modern history—it's the biggest attack by the U.S. government on its own citizens. Yeah, I think there was bigger, bigger in like the 1930s coal mine wars and stuff like that. I mean, it's a huge story for sure. I think a lot of young people, especially, don't realize how big a story. All the kids it was. died. Like that was the other thing. Yeah, how many people? You know, got how unsuccessful it was. What a disaster it was from right. the ATF and FBI's standpoint. And I so, seems like some of them apparently would tell you that it 
And that was, well, a, you know, I was alive when it happened. I remember it. I, I do, too. I was pretty young, but I just remember I remember that it was on the news every day, and I wasn't following it that closely. I didn't understand exactly what was going on, but I knew there was a guy who was saying he was Jesus. That's what somebody told me. One of my parents That's probably. my thing. Exactly. And then I remember... Uh, I think I was in that stage of my life, you know, a decade under the influence. Yeah. Well, I wasn't really paying too much interest, you know, but I was but aware, aware of it. it. Yeah. And, I, I, you know, watching all this, I'm like, what? Yeah. Because... I think when I, I was living through it, I was like, same thing. I'm like, eh. I remember, and they even bring it up in that show, that I think somebody just said, ah, this guy in Waco says he's the Messiah. Right. It's something like that. It, it was, was exactly, really but I remember that. Down. I'm like, man, Messiah, guy thinks he's Jesus. But in that show, they explain Messiah. And that doesn't mean you think you're Jesus. And so I'm like, all of it made sense to me. I'm like, the media, because there's a... Um, a part in the show mm-hmm. where the FBI guy comes out and he says he says he's the Messiah, and then everybody's like, "Oh, he says he's the Messiah," and he's like, he calls him and says, "Why are you saying that? They don't. You're telling them that I think I'm Jesus. I didn't say that. I, they say I'm the Messiah. It's completely different." I see. I don't remember that well enough. In the documentary, they talk to some of the survivors. One of them clearly has not totally given up on this idea she seems to it's hard to tell at first if she's kind of saying this is how i felt at the time but the longer you watch you realize no no she still believes a lot of this if not all of it and they were saying he was she i think she calls him god so you know and talking about if you got to be if anyone got to spend time alone with him then that meant you got one-on-one time with god and i don't think she was trying to critique the branch davidians because it seemed to me like she wasn't necessarily turning her back on what she had believed at the time. So, yeah, I don't. I know the Showtime thing is probably a lot different because the information, that FBI thing that I watched, seemed different from what you watched, too. But uh, it is, you know, even one of the guys that they talked to who's a survivor who had gone down there, he was in his 20s at the time, and he was one of the few people that managed to get out alive. When they're interviewing him, you kind of get the sense that he understands, he calls them religious fanatics, like, you know, a bunch mm-hmm. of religious, religious fanatics, even though he was one of them. So there is... Some of that, but at the same time, you can tell he's pretty defensive of, if not defensive of the group, which he is defensive of the group, certainly critical of the government, which I think is worthy That's the musician, right? Yes, the drummer, exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, can't remember his name. But there's an FBI agent. Thibodeau. Thibodeau. I thought it was with the T. There's a, there's a scene in the documentary where they, you know Thibodeau says something. I don't remember what he says about who shot first, something like that. And it goes... Uh, or maybe it was about who started the fires. I, I can't recall. But then they go back to this um, ATF or FBI go, and he goes, you know, they tell him what Thibodeau said. And he goes, yeah, well, Thibodeau's a liar. And he, you're like, whoa, okay, just straight up right. saying he's a liar. I know he's a liar, and we know what happened there. It's like, boy, there's uh, at least there's a few of these FBI guys at the end who say, look, I'm not going to – maybe they don't say it's a disaster, but they're like, this, you cannot call this a success because well, our the job is to the negotiations. I've read interviews with him, and he said – there's well, no doubt in my mind that we could have got this done peacefully. Yeah. It's crazy, the bureaucracy, even within your own organization. Like, you've mm-hmm. got the FBI, and you've got a negotiator whose job it is to try and talk to David. But he can't control what these uh, hostage rescue team members are doing. They seem to be taking orders from their own boss. Right. And he's telling them, you've got to stop. I, I'm promising David right now we're not surrounding the building. And meanwhile, David's like, I can see you guys. I've got night vision. You guys are coming up. Behind the building, he's like, no, we're not. And he's trying to figure out why is this happening. Right. They kept just getting in each other's way. And I do understand, too, though, with a documentary like this, and it's, you know, however long it is, a few hours, it's hard to remember how long 
all those days seemed at the time and what it must have seemed like to the people who were actually there. Like at some point, I think they just ran out of patience. Right. Even though clearly their mission should have been we got to save as many lives as possible. Well, there's a, 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 a scene in the dramatization where you can tell it's the negotiator against the other FBI guy, right? Yeah. And the one guy wants to use force and the other guy doesn't. And then there's a guy in charge of both of them. Yeah. And he ends up listening to both of them. At one point, and I found this fascinating, because I do remember, that was one of the first times I remember hearing it, where they were playing loud music and screeching yeah, stuff yeah. at night and, and, and keeping them up and shooting spotlights. The, the government the was. Yeah, they were playing like 130 decibel loudspeakers right. of all kinds of stuff, of rabbits being tortured, right. all kinds Screaming, of noise. all kinds of stuff. B- busy phone signals. Mm-hmm. And the negotiator said... And apparently this is out of his book. He said, so let me get this right. There's a guy in that building that you think is mentally unstable. And you want to psychologically torture him in hopes that this mentally unstable person who's being psychologically tortured comes to his senses and comes out peacefully. Yeah. You want to psychologically torture a mentally unstable person into sanity. Yeah, he's, he, and he says basically that in the in the okay, document. So I don't remember okay. exactly how he puts it, but he says, "Look, you know, you're talking about someone who was, uh, like, like you said, you know, um, they were highly agitated. Maybe right. it was something like that, you know. And now you think in order to calm this person down, we'll agitate them more. Right now, I understand. Again, your patience is running thin, and maybe you know, David had changed his mind a couple times. He did let some of those kids out in the beginning." But right. then later it was like, well, I was going to come out, but now I've got some other things I need to do. I need to write my uh, – whatever he was going to write, his 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 prophecy. Uh, right. Oh, that's what he was going to do, yeah. Yeah, because he, he kept changing stuff. And so the, the angry, like kind of the, the Clint Eastwood-style FBI agents that are being interviewed, like this guy was full of it. Right, you know, he, he was wasn't stalling, come out. stalling. He was stalling. He was playing with us. You know, it, was, it was enough time. Time was up. But I'm thinking all of this stems, though, from an ATF uh, warrant about – how this group might have been illegally stockpiling machine guns or creating machine guns and grenades. When you go there and they start shooting back, what is the next move supposed to be? Because obviously this was probably not how anyone wanted to see it go down. No, well, they had just dealt with Ruby Ridge. Right, and so that was So what they were looking for, you know, something easy that would make them look good. You know, they could go in there. They knew. I think they thought these guys weren't violent. Yeah, and they were they can, surprise they can go in there, we can surprise them, and we can save 60 kids. Yeah. Watch us, watch the ATF that just blew this Ruby Ridge thing. Watch us walk out and save 60 kids yeah. from this religious nut job. And it didn't go that way. Right. Well, okay, yesterday when I asked you, I don't know if they did this in the Showtime documentary, if they covered it. I was asking about the postman or whatever. Well, uh, by the way, by the way, I was thinking, when I, rem- I remember watching that as it all went down and just kept saying to anyone who would listen to me, what if he is the Messiah? Uh, right. What sure. if we just killed the Messiah in Waco? Thir- he's 33. He's like, uh, I don't know. Like, why, how do we know he's not? Yeah. Like, they literally did the same thing to Jesus. Right. They, he's like, I'm Jesus. And they're like, nah, not really. Yeah, We're going to kill you. And then we write a whole book about it, live our entire lives on the theory that these assholes killed Jesus when he was Jesus. Another guy comes down, says he's the Messiah, and we kill him again. Right. Every time someone says there's a Messiah, we kill him. Yeah. It's really bizarre for the why, people why? who are Christian we haven't learned our to criticize this <laughs> so much. Because one of them is the Messiah. I don't know which one, yeah. but one of them's got to be. I Eventually, mean, it's going to happen again. 
He had a lot of similarities. And the Bible says it's going to happen again. So it's a vengeance. What if David Koresh was the Messiah and we killed him in a in a building in Waco? Yeah. For Christ's sakes. Well, then it'll take apparently a few hundred years before Someone he even starts to really back. garner a following, right? right? The guy's writing the Bible, and he says, give me seven days. I got to write this Bible, uh, my whatever His you call it. His visions or whatever it, it Whatever it, it is, yeah. the seventh seal thing. I got to write this. It's going to take me a week. Just let me write it, and then I'll come out. But it's got to be right. It's got to be perfect because it's going to be, this will last forever. And we're like... And we start, playing, five days? we start playing mm. rabbits being slaughtered sounds. I mean, that's when some of that was going on. They're like, you're not making it easy. He wants to write this stuff, but you've got these loudspeakers blaring noise. And we music. literally gave him five days, and then they're like, you know what? Was it only they five said, days? They said, give him, well, after he said he was going to write the manuscript. Okay, that's what I'm saying. He said, give me a week. They gave him like five, six days. Like, you oh, tell, okay. you, and they, they, they kept saying, send us out. Some papers. Yeah. And he's like, I can't send you just finished. How's the progress? Yeah, they were asking like other Let people. Let me add in some papers. Group. And he's like, I can't send it to you till it's finished. <clears throat> so literally, what could have happened in Waco is we killed Jesus, or a Messiah, his children, and burned the new Bible. He was in the middle of writing it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we never got that uh, revelation, whatever it was, I don't think. I don't know right. too much about the Branch Davidians or him specifically. I know something about, like, the seventh seal. and I don't understand any of that stuff. I don't know anything about it. Me neither. But I'm just saying it's possible. It, it is, you know, he did fit the mold, Lazo. I'm with you. I mean, you can't help but sit there and you're watching like, oh, here we go again. <laughs> right. 33-year-old carpenter. I went and around for the first happen. time. <laughs> he said it was going to happen. The reason mm. they were amassing this, uh, you know, uh, stockpile of weapons was because he said they're going to come after us and they're going to kill me. Yeah, He loved music. Yeah, Always having parties and making people dance and have fun. Well, uh, the really crazy thing that yeah. I guess I should have known this, I did not know that Timothy McVeigh was there like selling yeah. bumper stickers. Yeah, he, I didn't know that at all. I knew that he was upset about Waco. I that's why he did he what he did. I know, but I, I think it was like that, that was Ruby there. Ridge and Waco and a lot of those people showed up. Who were like, you know, this is the government using yeah. guns on the people. You're gone. You've gone too far. Yeah, I did yeah. not know that he was actually there. I knew that the Oklahoma City bombing had to, was a response to mm-hmm. Waco anniversary or whatever, but I didn't realize that he was actually there. They they show pictures of like the stuff that he was selling mm-hmm. and pictures of him when he was young. But so I still think you'd like it, Lazo. It's worth worth watching. Even I if watch, you, even I mean, you watch the Showtime thing, it's not very long. You didn't watch it, did you, Snowcone? Okay. I watch it. I don't remember what it's called. This I mean, you can only. Up. I mean, there's only so many times you need to see the story. Yeah. Well, but. no. I mean, are you kidding me? There's only more, so many times in my, in my lifetime we murdered Jesus. That didn't happen. Okay. That happened. Okay. You'll take as much information on it as you can. Well, I think you should witness it. <laughs> yes. Like I like if whatever that like you know, <laughs> uh, sixty years from now I'm, I'm somehow still alive. My great grandkids go like, "Hey, you were there when they we killed Jesus," there. and I was like. I didn't really pay attention. Like the World Baseball Classic was on. <laughs> it was I don't. On the news, I watched I the show with Riggins uh, from Friday Night Lights. He played him, but I don't know all the details. To be honest with you, the Church, the Church of Laszlo. I heard that someone sent us a little. Well, it's not exactly poetry, well, but no. uh, broke down the difference between. Yeah, they said they'd be. A, 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 uh, they said they'd be down. Coronado Crackman said he'd be down to join the COL cult. Mm-hmm. It says, Lazo is our God, Slim is Jesus, and Snow Cone is Mary. Mother is mother. Mother is mother. We all sleep with Slim's mom. You have to sleep with Slim's mom. (laughs) 
<laughs> Snowcone gets a kick. Oh, it took a while. Snowcone was over there. Yeah, because like, I know what's scowling. coming. Right, so scowling. Our Snow Mary has really nice broad shoulders. <laughs> All sermons are distributed by Snow Mary via an iPad. Yeah, see, yeah. I knew it was coming. That's why I had to get my kicks <laughs> Well, I want to go back and just isolate. I want to play that on a loop. <laughs> Uh-huh, uh-huh. I want someone to remix that into a song. Snow, snow cones giggle. Uh-huh, uh-huh. And it, it was so delayed after he'd already made the mom joke about sleeping with my mom. It was like you, you allowed yourself to relax for half a second <laughs> because you were so you're just waiting for the iPad thing. Mm-hmm. And you're like, he, told, he said the mom thing again. Maybe they won't say anything about the iPad. And that was that. I thought it was funny. He said we have to sleep with someone's on. Not we all sleep, but that we all have to. Yes. That's I get I it. A kick like David Koresh or mm-hmm. Koresh, yeah, depending yeah. on. Mm-hmm. What time it is? Back when all of that was going on, everyone in the news was calling him Koresh, and then later Remember, they all called him Koresh. Is that what he said it was? Okay. Like, did people just you know in the beginning get this right, and now we've got it wrong, or is it the other way around? I didn't know how he said it because they asked him how to. The, again, maybe they, the negotiator asked him how do I say your name? Okay, and then he says it. Okay, it's Koresh. Koresh. That's what he says. Hmm. Interesting. Uh, oh, Lazlo. Yeah. Possible investment opportunity for you. Okay. Uh, actually, Snowcone um, made me aware of this one. I know it didn't work it's one out. Of your favorite companies doing that. It didn't work out last time, but maybe there was a reason. You know, you got to learn from Julia's Judas. Hey, you know, she. No, I like that. It's good. Okay, that's fair. You know what? She's not here to defend herself, yeah, and perfect. she's not here to hear it. So perfect. that's fine. Uh, mm-hmm. One of our old investments, Lazo, that didn't pay off. And you thought, well, that's that that was a loss, right? Jeremy is Mary Magdalene. <laughs> uh, Blockbuster, it's back. Oh. Well, no, I, I shouldn't what do you say mean? that. What is it? Are they well, what happened? Stores? Uh, Blockbuster updated its website for the first time oh, yeah, in like updated years and their years. Oh. So it's, it's sparking speculation that there's a comeback. There can't Wait, there, nobody... Like, not a, not a stores. It would have to be a streaming service, right? I, I just read oh, that not brick and mortar. No, there, there, I just no saw way. the headline. It said sparking speculation of a comeback. A comeback even, of the name, I guess. Yeah, they would have to. When have you to say comeback, I thought they're going to start building. Did they close the last? I don't know one? what I would play it on. Like, what would I play? You it? I, I mean, your Xbox, closed. maybe. You know, maybe some people do mine have doesn't have it. Your Xbox has Blu-ray. No, it doesn't. Your oh, yours is yours is a drive free. Yeah, I thought you had the same one I did. No. Oh, interesting. Well, well, your PlayStation has it then, right? Wouldn't it make right? sense for yeah, like, one of these okay. free streaming services, like, I don't know, Tubi or someone to buy Blockbuster and then just Well, that's just that it. Name. Yeah, that's what I, I wondered. Because the... Voodoo used to be Walmart, I think, and then maybe Fandango owns them now, the Rotten Tomatoes people. But I've heard that that stuff's like. for sale. Yeah. No, those are just rental things. There are times when I think, you know, I, I'm going to have to rent something. I, I'm willing to pay for it. I know that it's new and I'd like to watch it. But it's not like there's a lot of... Um, um, I don't know, price comparison or options necessarily. Well, Blockbuster like, should just go in two. and attack Netflix like they did them. They should just say, hey, $9.99. They tried. And I know, but... Uh, they were still trying to do rentals. They were still too, trying though. to figure yeah, it out, and Netflix just and, beat them, and they had the technology yeah, faster. Yeah. And But Blockbuster could just come out now and be like, you know, everything that people are mad about Netflix about, the same thing that Netflix did... To Blockbuster, like Netflix would say, like, no rewind fees. All the little things that mm. Blockbuster had to charge people to try to make that extra money that now Netflix does, right? Blockbuster could be like, you know, share your password with your friends. Yeah. Right? Just do all those things that people are mad about Netflix because now, you know, that what you fear the most will meet you halfway. How crazy would it be if Blockbuster came back and said, share your password with all your friends? $9 a month, and we won't ever raise your subscription price, and here's all the movies in the world, right? Like, they could actually go after them. It just used the exact possible. 
marketing plan mm-hmm. that Netflix used against them. Mm-hmm. Why yeah. couldn't they do it? Yeah. Well, I mean, I don't know about getting all the movies. Like, uh, you're making it sound like, like a Spotify situation with all the music as a subscription thing. Right. Just because so many of the studios are owned by their own streaming services right. or they have their own streaming services, that's part of what happened to Netflix is once Disney launched and then you've got HBO with a, an app and everyone else, they start pulling some of their, uh, their yeah, they start pulling some of their stuff because they don't, yeah, they don't want it on your streaming service because they've got our, their own streaming service. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, so, Blockbuster is now owned by Dish. That's who the, that's who bought it before I said to do the investment. I was the one I said, listen, Dish bought Blockbuster. And there's some speculation Why are you like here. It was, like it was a because at the time I was like, keep it like on the download. Like, keep it on the download. <laughs> listen, there's some talks like that they might knowledge. they might do a subscription thing. And if I'm reading this correctly, then Let me see the company website. that owns Blockbuster now. Dish. Right. Whoever owns, owns Dish. Sling. Okay. Oh, okay. So, so they could turn all that sling content, everything they do, they could do everything through that. So their website right now just says, we are working on rewinding your movie. It's just a big blue screen with the logo. So, uh, you know, if that's the website, hmm. I assume. I mean, that is a little, like, com. cryptic, like they're teasing yeah, but something. Yeah, but has it, what, what did it say before this? I don't know. They said did, I haven't updated it in years. Well, I wonder if the last one, I watched that documentary about the last blockbuster. Did that one close? Was it, was that in Oregon? Where the Someone hell was that? Someone said it's still open. It was in Bend, Oregon, I want to say. Yeah. It was bizarre to me that that, that one stayed open. Because the ones in Alaska I, yeah, I sort of get it. made like, sense. Who was sending them checks? Like, how are they getting... It, it, it was so weird. But I could understand, like, the places in Alaska were like, we don't have internet access. You know, it's really slow. We can, we don't have broadband sure. internet. It's expensive. So these stores survive oh. in these small, rural, uh, but you know, like, really like, rural places. But why Oregon? Like, Payroll and who was you know I, delivering movies? I didn't understand it. I I, I mean, do you think that's a corporate office? That's they talked. They, they did that. talk something about it being bought over the years, but in that documentary, at least at the end, they didn't really talk about Dish owning. Whoever was, I think Dish already owned them, mm. and exactly like you said, who was saying, "Okay, you know, here's your payroll for this right. this month they or whatever it was." It seemed like it was just her, and I was like, "Well, was she just using the name?" But I will look. I'm I don't. I, I'm not immune to the becoming an old man and being like back in my day. I did not like paying over, you know, late fees and all that stuff, rewind fees, mm-hmm, of course. Mm-hmm. But it has become a little bit more difficult for someone like me to pick something to watch now just because of the endless of course. options. It's so high. I spend so it's much time. So spending, hard. Well, what is what? And there was something kind of nice. I'm not even going to say that it was most nice, but kind of nice about. Getting out of the house this and going and walking around and looking, you know, let's see what they've got. What is there tonight? And just kind of taking that stroll. Yeah, I mean, the you had the option in the store to look around and try and figure right. out what to watch, but now it's like, I mean, it's you it's know, just a endless. thousand blockbusters. Yeah. You know, when you got from movies. the end of the you know the new releases of from A to Z, you're like, mm-hmm. well, I looked at everything that they have in the new releases. You exactly. want to go look at the you know Classic thriller section, or, right? Yeah. Still, it was pretty limited, uh, you know, compared to the internet. And now you're just like, oh wait, don't I also have Apple Plus? I do miss something about going back to Blockbuster on a Friday night, you know, and finding a new movie or a video game. It's just a it little w- one more kind of small thing to physically do, right? That we don't have to physically do anymore. Mm-hmm. And I'd rather not have to do it, sure. than have to do it. I get that, but there, but was, there was something, something nice kind of nice about it. And of course, with those documentaries, they're looking at it with rose-colored oh, glasses. I'm not nearly as into it as those people who are in that documentary yeah. are pretending to be. You really? They like really to, talked about. I just think you're looking again, looking back at rose-colored glasses. Right. Oh, I no. like to go. Maybe it was because you were a kid, but did you really like to go with your dad and pick out the movie? That might have been fun, but did you love going back the next day and returning that son of right. a bitch when it was totally inconvenient and you're 
late for work, and if you didn't do it, they charged you a buck fifty to rewind the goddamn oh, yeah. thing. Yeah, I mean, it was you fun as a kid. It, it was right. fun as a kid, right? And like know? I said, I think as an that adult, the bad, like a complete pain in the ass. The bad yeah. outweighs the good, or at least of the betterment of what we yeah. have now. I don't need it. Back. Outweighs, yeah, the cons of what we had before. But those people in that documentary acted like this was so great, the greatest thing in the world. Going to the movie store, and I'm like, okay. No. The, the only the, thing I would just, say is my, my no I'm I don't love it I don't want it to come back but the limited choice that's what we're saying you you, you it makes it harder now because you just scroll and scroll and scroll and then by the time you get done scrolling if you can yeah. even do that with one app you're like oh, I have like seven you know, other apps if you don't like it I was that's what I was arguing you're pointing at like I understand like oh well I well. All new releases I've seen, so we'll just go get this movie from 1972 that I haven't seen before. Well, if it sucks, you just have to watch it. Exactly. Now I can just hit stop. Absolutely. That was stupid. It was the same with music. If I, I bought a CD it. that was no good, right, I, I ended up listening to it a lot more than I would now when an album comes out and I'm scanning through the songs to see if there's anything that mm-hmm. you know right. piques my interest. Back mm-hmm. then, if I went and dropped 15 bucks on a CD, I right. was listening or to that guy. you recommended thing. You know, a movie. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I no, would watch it. Uh, it's Friday night. It. Right. I mean, I, this is what I've got. Well, I hate it. Yeah, and so now I'm going to end up watching this whole thing. And that part, I mean, I'm maybe some gone. good comes from that, but that part to me is mostly bad yeah. because this is this is you know two and a half hours of my life, whatever it was, that I can't get back. And I'm like, I know at this point I'm not going to like this stupid movie, yeah. but what else am I going to do? Yeah. And we had, in my house, we had one movie channel because we didn't pay for it. So we had Cinemax. Because our Disney descrambler, which is a thing that you used to buy at the Disney store to get the Disney channel, you'd buy a little descrambler, plug it into the back of your TV, Ooh, and you I get Disney. That. When it stopped working for Disney, suddenly we started getting Cinemax with it for years. Oh, but we only got just the one Ooh. Cinemax channel, Wasn't which is like also crazy now to think. Cinemax? Yeah, there was late night, uh, late you know. Skinemax? Uh, Skinemax, yeah, right, like uh, simulated sex. Certainly exciting for a kid That's slash teenager, thinking, though, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. But we had Friday one movie night. channel. It's just crazy to think, like, what's on the movie channel? So I also watched so much well, crap on there. Well, was in all those movies. Well, there was a couple, She's but I, I know who you're talking about. Though. Tweed, right? Well, yeah, yeah, Shannon, Shannon Tweed. Shannon Tweed, Shannon Tweed yeah. yeah. And, well, do you remember uh, the channel you go to that showed... What I was playing in that crawl, it's like you know, on ABC, it's you know, at six o'clock, it's the this. TV Guide so, Channel. The TV yeah. Guide I don't channel. know if it was actually the TV Guide Channel, but the Guide Channel. But it was the Guide, yeah. Yeah, yeah. we're going to that all. That actually, to me, so going, that seems like pretty new technology because that seemed later in my life. Really? To me, the TV Guide was Man, what I was you had to have. Like my entire night, okay, it's seven o'clock, this comes on at eight, I'm going to go down here and watch no, this. No, we got the TV Guide every week at the grocery store. Lazo, I don't know if your oh, parents yeah, did the same my mom thing. Did my dad had to have it every week, and that's, there wasn't, the, the channel didn't exist yet where it showed you everything that was right. on. That yeah. came a little bit later. I do remember the first time I ever watched a movie on demand because I, I, I remember it and I was shocked. Like, wait a second, did they, yeah. did they put the internet into cable? Like, I didn't understand because we <laughs> still had that. dial-up internet. And I watched Encino Man huh. on, uh, you know, I think we had like Time Warner Cable or whatever. It was at a friend's house. He's like, watch this. And he goes to this channel and like, you can pick what you want. For Christ's sake. Oh, that's right. She is yeah. married to Gene Simmons. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah and didn't, uh, didn't Beverly D'Angelo, she did, a, she did one of those flicks. I'm not saying she did them as as often like Shannon Tweed did, but I think I don't know. what's her name, uh, Griswold. Yeah, what was her name? Shoot. Clark and what the hell was her name? Clark and what Griswold? The Griswold. What the hell's her name? I can't think of her name now. <laughs> I keep wanting to say Beverly. That's her real name. Yeah, so I remember seeing her in some sort of movie. What the hell was uh, her late name? at night on Cinemax? I really liked a lot. But there was also a lot of these French movies, like Emmanuel. I think it was mm-hmm. French. Remember Emmanuel in space? Emmanuel mm-hmm. in Paris? Emmanuel. Lady Chatterley's Lover. Yeah, all that stuff. A lot of it was really poorly dubbed. There was no reason even to dub it, you know. 
it didn't matter. It was a great movie, even if you couldn't understand the words. You know, you understood the, the nuance. Turned down. My pants might come down. Ellen. What am I doing with them? Ellen. Ellen Griswold. Ellen. Uh, did your mom ever catch you watching that stuff on the main nah. TV? My mom caught me once. Late night. She came downstairs. And no. the thing is, the remote stopped working. <laughs> so I had to run, jump down on the floor, push the buttons on the TV, and then she comes in and she's like, what are you doing? She's like, I was just watching J.J. Ah. Leno over here. <laughs> it's really funny. She's like, why are you on the floor? I was like, yeah, the remote's not working. And I'm like trying to hide the fact that, yeah. you know, I yeah. can't stand up right now. Up. Yeah, what a disaster. And then I, I told God after, no I promise I'll never do it again. Me and your mom's house. <laughs> <laughs> there it is. <laughs> the Church of Lazlo. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. What's going on? Lazo, yesterday, about mm-hmm. 24 hours ago, almost exactly, we were sitting here uh, a little bit on the air, but mostly off the air, talking about these... Um, Name, image, likeness deals, oh, right. and and what's going on in, in college sports? And like yesterday, it was brought up because you were talking about that player who decided, why go to the NFL if I can make more money sure. staying in college? I'll just do that, and that that's actually becoming an option, not for everyone, not even for most people, but for some people, if that's become a, a real an thing option, now. and and it's only going to become more of an option. And you were talking. A little bit, uh, well, quite a bit more in detail off the air after that. I know some people on Twitch were discussing it with you as well, but about what's been going on with some of this name, image, likeness stuff since they've uh, legalized it or started allowing it, whatever. And then today, this morning, there is an opinion piece in the New York Times. Okay. College sports are a treasure. Don't turn them into minor leagues. And... I don't have a subscription to the New York Times, but no. I got the uh, Cliff's Notes, and I think I got the basic idea okay. here. And it's Notre Dame, or at least some officials from Notre Dame, who are talking about some of the things that's going on with name, image, likeness, and what they're worried about, and things that they think need to be addressed. And it's almost exactly what you were talking about yesterday. Notre Dame's president, Father John Jenkins, supported the change. 
I am fully supportive of the right of our student athletes to use their name, image, and likeness as they wished because every other student could do it. Okay, so he was for it, right? He was for the change and saying, sure. yeah, go ahead and let them make money. But in today's New York Times, Father John Jenkins and Athletic Director Jack Swarbrick write, the new NIL rules have proven to be easy to abuse. Many schools funnel money to recruits under the guise of a supposed third-party licensing deal, regardless of whether a player's name, image, and likeness there you go. That's exactly any market that's exactly what happened at Texas A&M. Yeah, and that's what you were talking about. And they're about taking yesterday. the money and leaving. And then today, that's well, crazy that it's in well, the probably loses, I imagine. I, well, yeah, maybe. And uh, I can't imagine why he wouldn't. Uh, the I, the other thing that I when you were talking about yesterday, I've wondered in the past too, though, like because you were saying, well, it's not obviously it's not like every player is going to have this great option of of staying in college to make more money than they would in the pros, but it is an option for some. And I thought, for some. yeah, I wonder how many players are even making. Money, like what's the percentage? But they talked in uh, this thing this well, morning. A lot of them have collectives too. Uh, so that's what I wondered. Almost like a a, a pool, and you a just pool, say, and okay. everybody gets a little bit of the money out of the pool. So because certainly some guys are going to make more than I mean. Wouldn't that be? I mean, you don't have to be. You know, he's going to be the number one pick in the draft, I think. But the quarterback from Alabama was in all the Dr Pepper commercials. Okay, this is our son Bryce. Yeah. No, I'm your son, right? I mean, on all those, you know, the Dr Pepper. Fanville or whatever, they had the quarterback. And I'm sure Dr. Pepper was paying that kid a lot of money. Yeah. It was three years ago where he wouldn't be able to play football anymore if he did that. So you're saying there are collectives kind of, you know, isn't that kind of like what they talk about in, in college sports anyways, where the boys' sports or the boys' football ends up paying for a lot of the scholarships that exist for the other Oh, you're talking teams? about, I'm talking about the other, see, because I was talking about the other players on the team who don't make any money. Yeah, that Not that, everybody gets name, image, and likeness you play for the, if you play for Wolverines football. Oh, I see, see what, what I'm saying. saying? Yeah. So if okay. you're the second string guard, you're not making any money, name, yes. image, and likeness, right? Right. right. And so they have collectives that kick everybody on the team money. Okay, I did not know that, but right. I also wondered, like, who is and they have collectives the that deals. you can donate to? Okay. So before, in order for you really to donate, to you'd your be breaking the program, rules if you did that before, not, right? or you'd have to give to the university. Yeah. But people are like, I ain't going to that university. I'm not giving them anything. You know, I'm not going to. Don't have enough money to give them ten million dollars to build a new library after me. But now you can download an app for your favorite team and send them five bucks. Okay, and that goes to the collective? It goes to the collective. Okay. That's cool. Or sometimes if you go on some of those apps, it'll go, you, you, the player will pop up. Like, yeah, I want to get this dude 10 bucks, man. Wow, okay. Yeah. Uh, well, they talked to, in this thing this morning, a girls basketball player from Notre Dame. And I don't know if she's the best player. Well, they say the last now, but... year, Bryce Young, last year, made $3.2 million as a college quarterback. Okay, that's wow, that's a lot. I just looked it up. But he social media. Let's see, Noble Dollar Shave Club. Oh, and this was before his Dr Pepper deal. Okay, so, so twelve companies have invested in Young with the Alabama QB adding Noble and Dollar Shave Club to his portfolio in August alone. Okay, so I guess that still wouldn't have answered my questions oh. of how many people don't get them because I kind of was like. Are girls getting endorsement <coughs> deals? You know, right? And when they talk to this basketball player, she I'm said sure, that she's man. got Jansport, uh, like Bumble or Tinder or something. Uh, she listed off. I a would few think things you could look at got. it in like now the money would be different, but just in kind of in your vision of how to explain this to you, right? And I'm not being smart ass here. You're, you're no, right so you're going to talk like radio or something. Yeah, like right. That, right. So uh, you know that say uh, how much uh, the NFL makes, right? Yeah. And then you know how much ESPN makes, right? 
then you know how much Fox Sports makes, right? And then you know how much NBC Sports makes, right? Yeah. Now, take that all the way down in, in, in just in percentage of money available, and you know how much the local sports radio station makes. Right. I'm guessing the guy who plays shortstop on the baseball team or the hockey player or the lady volleyball player, she's a lot like the 610 sports thing where Bryce is, you know, ESPN. Right. I, honestly, I was not even certain, though. Like, if there had been a story that said these female athletes aren't even getting uh, sponsorships, sure somebody is. I would not have been shocked. But so it seems like at least some of them are. Now, Olivia, hold on. What's your name? And I'm Dumb? sure a lot of it's local stuff, you know, bookstores, you know, free stuff, uh, uh, you know. Olivia Dunn, supposedly. I mean, look, hey, do you make endorsements? Do you make endorsements? Yes. Well, then, you know, some of these ladies and guys, too. Just, and I'm, being, no, you know, I'm just like saying that people. in general, I, probably, if you told me if there was a scandal that said girls are not getting any endorsement deals now that we've done the right. same in, image likeness, I wouldn't have been shocked. Like here, you know, it's just the boys, I think it's just, like anything. just boys football. No, because again, I think it's just like anything else. It's like you want to get involved in, it, but I can't afford Bryce Young. Yeah, I can't afford Dollar Shave Club, but I can afford the Church of Laszlo. Right, right. Well, Olivia Dunn said in her thing that she's making over a million. Yeah. They, they asked, like, you know, is it thousands, hundred thousand, seven fifty? She's like, I'm, I'm very fortunate to be making. Uh, what I make, and said that it's in the millions. Now, I, again, I don't exactly know what made her famous. I asked Julia, our friend, our female friend, with, you know, a few weeks ago when she was on the show, I guess maybe a couple months ago, I said, what's the deal with Olivia Dunn? Who is she? How did she break out? And Julia said, right, I think she's just a hot gymnast. So if there is more to I that story, like a TikTok star, right? And they, but it, it was like common. overnight she was everywhere, and that there was a, a picture of her. Seen her. You haven't? No. I see her constantly in news. It's like you're scrolling through, and it's when they get to the gossip thing, you know, 10% or whatever mm-hmm. is celebrity news, gossip news, and I'll see Olivia Dunn, I would say, at least once a day. At least once a day I see something about her. It's just like today, mm-hmm. watching Good Morning America, Today Show, and they were And the more about I read her. about this article, we're talking about all that money that these football players made, that doesn't include their stuff, because it says, C.J. Stroud... Made about close to three million. He's a little bit behind Bryce Young, but they said it probably doesn't feel bad about that because what doesn't go into his money pool that he's gathered is some of the other things, like his hundred fifty thousand dollar Bentley he received as part of his NIL deal with Sarshion Auto Gallery. Okay, so they're getting other stuff too. So what do you? So this Notre Dame thing. This article is in the New York Times. What do you think their fear is? They're saying don't let college sports become a minor league. Right. Wasn't already kind of a minor league? Yeah, they just I don't like paid? that I don't analogy. I feel that. like he didn't get it right. I think what they should say is um, you can't get name, image, likeness, money. Well, actually, I don't care if you do. I don't care. But I think the argument would be if you want to keep it a little bit more college football friendly and fair, right, mm-hmm. and let other teams have a chance, because you're going to get to the point where they, you don't, just don't have a chance. There's two things you because can do. Because the way the money's being funneled? Right, because, the way, because you're going to have some schools with a massive amount of boosters mm-hmm. and donors and an unlimited pile of money, and universities who don't really feel bad about it. They're like, yeah, go pay those kids. Texas A&M, pay them. And we got a huge team Right, now. Alabama, pay them, right? But Notre Dame's kind of like, man. Are we just going to start paying oh, okay. people, right? Like, I know we have the boot, but it feels weird, right? So, so that's what they're upset so about, you think? Literally, I think, just kind I, of that? No, but, I think what they're upset about is, 
And I think what a lot of people, the argument would be is don't start paying people to come to your college. Right. Pay them once they've come to your college. Right. But then how do you prevent it? Is there a way to prevent well, this? Well, the the, they could get together and make a rule. Okay. When they made a rule for name, image, and likeness, they could say, hey, after three years, we've looked at it. What we didn't realize is that you douches would just start paying 16-year-olds Bentleys. Yeah. We should have thought about it, but we didn't. So now you can't do that. But people can make name, image, likeness once they step foot on campus. Doesn't this just, that just seems like you know super PAC territory, right? Mm-hmm. Now it's being hidden right. in some mm-hmm. other thing, and this is where the money's coming from. Or you can't collect it. Now until the you other get to our argument school. would be they're paying them anyway, man. Right. Notre Dame hadn't won a national championship because they ain't paying. Yeah. So now it's just out in the open. You know what it costs. Right. It's right there. They're doing interviews talking right. about it. They're, you know what it costs. They're not hiding it. Right. And, and you know what Texas years. A&M is paying these people. You know what this guy, how much money Alabama, not, now it's not the university, but them getting them the name, image, likeness endorsement deals, right? Yep. So you know that they got Bryce Young over $3.2 million. That's what it's going to cost you. Yep. And and when they see him in a Bentley, they don't go, someone's cheating. No. Which is what we had for years and years. It was, right. what that guy, he shouldn't get money. It wasn't just that. It wasn't just a Bentley. It could you hear those stories about someone got you know a piece of pizza bought for them at the yeah. student yeah. lounge or whatever, and they're like violation, right? And it's like well, geez. that's still illegal, right? You were explaining that to right. me too. I still don't totally understand because that's not because the university I mean, the can't rule, give basically. the money, yeah. That's and the, the coach can't give you money. So even the piece of so pizza, so a piece would of be pizza that would be a violation. If, if I gave Snow Cone, if, if he was my player and I bought him a piece of pizza, that's a violation. I could get in trouble. Yeah. If you as a company said, I'll give you uh, $7 million to shave with no shave club, you're like, yeah. cool. No All right. Then no that's it. No, no shave November shave club. Uh, yeah, I mean, the whole thing, I know there were people that were against paying athletes, which I oh, don't understand. Oh, I think understand. they absolutely should be paid. But, yeah, I totally think they should be paid. And now, of course, there's going to be But, you know, what, sometimes I don't want to get too far into it, but you, sometimes it just polices itself, too. Like, Texas A&M paid all those kids. They had the best recruiting class, I think, in the history of recruiting classes last year. They won, like, four games, and, like, 20 of the kids transferred with their money. Yeah. So, you know, there's something to be said. Like, if you're a coach and you start looking at kids and they're only coming to you for the money, it's like Papa Lassie said with your girlfriend. You lose them the way you found them, and that's just for money. So if you're paying them money, if you can't get them to come to your school because they want to play for you as a coach because they love the university, because they want to get the education and the money, you, if you can sell them on all of that, then most of those kids stay. But if right. you're just saying, hey, Snow, I'll give you $2 million. We'll figure out a way to get you $2 million. We know you're 17. Come play for Texas A&M. And by the way, you can leave. I didn't tell you that, but you know you can. You're like, cool, because I just went through one season with you, and you guys suck. <laughs> right. I'm, and I'm going to go to Alabama, <laughs> yeah. and I got paid $2 million. And then Alabama could be like, we already made $2 million. I'll give you a million more. Yep. You just saved me $2 yep. million. And so then bring all your friends Notre with Notre Dame becomes the minor <laughs> league to exactly, Alabama. Exactly. Yeah. The Church of Laszlo. It's time to doom scroll with SlimFast. What you don't know could kill you. Murder hornets. Corpies infected monkeys. This is Headlines on the Church of Laszlo. Go. Yo. Go, all right. Go, go. Well, well, well. The uh, grand jury... Is meeting again to decide Trump's fate yet again. Okay. There's also other stuff going on. I don't understand, and maybe you guys do, but 
I looked for an update from an hour ago. It says a hearing held in Washington, D.C. federal court Thursday. This is D.C. Uh, to consider arguments about whether Vice President Mike Pence would have to testify before a federal Ooh. grand jury about his dealings with then-President Trump on, around January 6th. So that stuff is going on in D.C. at the okay. same time this stuff in New York Ooh. is going on. But I guess the grand jury stuff in New York is still ongoing, and they still haven't decided what to do. Grand jurors set to convene in New York City again today with the political and legal fate of Donald Trump in their hands. After a surprising decision Wednesday to keep the grand jurors home, Manhattan DA Alvin Bragg is expected to reconvene the body hearing evidence in the 2016 Stormy Daniels hush money case. Mr. Trump taunting the DA on social media as a, quote, rogue prosecutor who's having a hard time with the grand jury, suggesting no charges will be brought against him. I've seen there's been a few protesters standing out and about with signs, you know, Trump won, uh... Things like that. One of the things that they talked about for the protest, didn't they say, weren't they trying to organize a run on the banks? The Trump supporters, if he got uh, indicted, arrested, whatever, okay. that they were going to, I'm serious, that they were going to all gonna go withdraw their money at the same oh, time. Yeah. Okay. I heard someone talking about, okay. you know, is this something that we need to actually worry about? Are the banks prepared for that? <laughs> and I shouldn't laugh. I shouldn't laugh. I don't yes, know. Maybe that should. could cause a huge yes, problem. Maybe that could cause a huge problem. Maybe our financial institutions are not sound enough. That if, you know, enough Trump supporters got together and went and sure. withdrew their cash, yeah. that they would be insolvent. I don't know. Maybe that's yeah, like three grand. Maybe that's something we should worry about. But, pick hey, one. Yeah, and they've got plenty of he's got plenty of rich supporters, I'm sure, right? Yeah, pick one bank. That would like, be I mean, everyone, I don't think everyone who's a customer but, I mean, of this bank. It certainly could be done. Yeah. If they were organized enough, you could pick one bank. Yeah, and I again I don't know, you know, who started that. I don't I didn't hear that Trump was actually the one who said it. Maybe did I just saw that that was something that was being discussed, so I don't know where if, if it was Trump or, or just one of his followers that came up with it. It doesn't and, seem uh, like Oh, whatever, go on. It doesn't seem like the craziest thing to do for no, a protest, right? I mean it seems like something you could do. It also seems like I didn't know that, you know, it doesn't seem like Trump hates banks. Right, I know. But, so it you seems, know, it's, you know, but whatever. But if the banks fail while Biden's president, then I know, it makes good look bad, but I still yeah. don't know that Trump wants his buddies in the banks. They're, yeah, they're, who knows? So. As long as it's not Deutsche. So uh, Stephen Smith, the kid in South Carolina that was connected to the Murdochs somehow and was mentioned in the documentary, he was uh, found dead in the middle of the road late at night. The original investigators have now, or I guess the EMT, that guy that was interviewed a few days ago, He's now been speaking to the press saying, I thought it was suspicious, the whole thing. The kid didn't look like he got hit by a car. His mom has been outspoken in podcasts, documentaries, and in the news saying, hey, you know, I think my son's death was suspicious. I want a full investigation. And then when police went to investigate Alec Murdoch, they were like, they said, SLED did specifically, SLED said, um, there's been some new information while investigating Alec Murdoch that's had us led to us reopening the Stephen Smith case. So now the whole thing is we're going to exhume his body and... The uh, law enforcement uh, members have gone public and said, like, it looks like there was um, uh, some foul play here. And we now have some progress in this, whatever that means. The homicide investigation into Stephen Smith's 2015 death, receiving fresh law enforcement resources and bringing renewed hope to his family. I've been wanting this for the last eight years and now it's happening. The South Carolina Law Enforcement Division says progress has been made. The chief assigning additional agents to work this case in the hopes that those who may know what happened to Mr. Smith are more willing to speak freely now than they may have been in 2015 or 2021. So obviously the idea uh, being implied there is that when the Murdochs ran that town, if you were to go and speak out and say, hey, I knew that Buster and him, yeah, I knew that he and Buster had some sort of relationship or I know that there's something fishy going on. 
you'd be scared to talk because the Murdochs would come silence you, and maybe you wouldn't even be able to talk. They would just come silence you. I don't know. It depends on how much control they actually had. If you watch that documentary, when those you know kids go to the hospital after that, that boat wreck, was afraid of them. they're just going around from room to room, hospital room, saying, you got to let me in. Uh, you know, I'm this person's, I'm that girl's lawyer, whatever. I got to right. go in there and talk to her. We know that during his trial, during Alex's trial, they talked to him about having a police light in his car and that he would pull up on scenes oh, clearly yeah. impersonating a police officer. And he's like, well, they gave me permission you to do that. that. And then later they said, no, yeah, I was like 16, though. I'm just saying you did. You had I did that. have one of those. I bought, it, I bought a light from J.C. Whitney. I remember you telling a story that you used again. to pull people over. You would pull people light. over? Yeah, we would sit at my friend's house. He kind of lived Jesus. out in Illinois. Right. We'd, we'd party out at his house. I thought you just think the guy's a complete douche, and it's just something you did not that long That's ago. That's well, so like not, at not. It wasn't a lifetime ago. Well, no, but I was a child, and Alec was supposedly doing it. How many it. people did you pull over? Uh, the people didn't usually pull over. One person, one person did pull over. And I'll what, tell you the rest. Of, I'll tell you the, the rest sometime later. Off come here. on, no, come on, no, no. come on! Hey, look, you just slander this Murdoch fella. Yeah, let's hear. Just what, tell us how you, you like do? him. One time, someone did pull over, and then we were like, we can't actually get out of the car and frighten this person. What if they shoot us? You know, we don't know who it is. So we pulled up behind him, and my friend and I are going back and forth. And he decides he was actually driving, and he was like, "No, we're going to get out of the car." I was like, "Don't, come on! It's my car. My plates are on the car. Let's just not do this." So he luckily listened and turned around. There was a time mm. that... No, well, why would you tell yeah, us why that, you off tell me that off the air? No, no, that's not off the air. There was a time, this is the part I was going to tell you off the air, where uh, same guy uh, is driving and uh, we're doing the exact same thing, same part of town. This car starts running from us, like trying to get away. Oh. And I was, it, he, got, he starts speeding. I'm like, dude, slow down. Right. This is again. I'm getting nervous now. Like this, it's dark out. This person is speeding. This is like a two lane little road, kind of in right. the woods. Just don't do it. And I, I don't know how, what happened to that car. Like it got away. But part of me later, you know, that night I'm sitting there in bed thinking, like, what if that car went off the road? Oh. What, so I was like checking the news the next day to see did anything happen? Was there a car accident back there? Because we were going way too fast. Yeah. So you know what? I put it into that and I said, no more, you guys. I, no more blue light in my car. Put it in his car if you want to use it. I'm done. So luckily I never got caught. Because I'm sure that's a pretty hefty ticket in person that's in your officer. very illegal. Well, Alec was doing it. He said he got permission from the police. Yeah, he was I a lawyer told who, you like, I got ran permission. the town. It wasn't great that he was doing it. Well, I could have told you. I like, the way you said like such story. disdain for him for right. something you did. No, he was about running the town. He ran the town. That you he, said, and he put a police light in his car and pulled people over. And as soon as you said it like that, I was like, you did that. That would be like me saying... And then he took a shot of whiskey. <laughs> like it's the same thing. Well, I'm just saying, like however much, however much control this family actually had, whether you believe that they ran the town or not, there is some evidence that at least that some people were intimidated by the Murdochs, and so now it's possible with Alec being in jail that this Stephen is it. What's his name? Stephen Smith, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. That this case could move forward. And, and it seems like it's a big deal that they've come out and said, you know, we suspect homicide. Honestly, I don't know now, going back, what did they – did they actually say hit and run before? Or did they just say undetermined? They, yeah. I thought It's kind of weird that you just say, well, we found him. We don't know what the cause of death is, and so we'll bring him. They must have said at the time that it, it had was, to be like hit and that run. he got hit by a car. Yeah. They had to have, right? Otherwise, there would have been an investigation. Well, they keep Even saying how the does that look like it in the documentary. Yeah, that's I what I was thinking. It might have been remember. undetermined. Well, the fact that the – EMT keeps saying that it didn't look like a hit and run. Maybe yeah, we going to think that they said it was a hit and run, right? Or at least that, yeah, because this body was found in the road. That, yeah. yeah. So, how many of you guys have subscriptions to things that you'd like to cancel, but you're like, I don't really know how to go about canceling that. I should have done it a long time ago. I don't know what all I have a subscription. Right. To go about yeah, that. that's the thing. There's all those apps that they make yeah. now that are supposed to help <laughs> you cancel those money subscriptions. Or whatever. I use that one. Yeah. There's. Uh, there, I see. I hear commercials for other ones too, but um, I remember when. 
It was like a big deal that the idea of a subscription product came out. And according to – we had a guy on the air a long time ago who wrote a book called like uh, But Wait, There's More. And it was about as seen on TV products. Mm. And he was talking about the company that made Proactive, the acne stuff. And he was saying that they were – if not – I thought he said they're the first. But maybe it was one of the first to do the subscription-based plan. You buy it from us and then every month your credit card is going to get charged that same amount. And we're going to keep sending it to you until right. you go through the process and cancel it, whatever that process is. To start a membership – Almost universally, what for whatever it is, it's free trial, right? Mm-hmm. Put in your email, give us credit card number, you're not going to be charged anything, and you get a seven-day trial, a one-month trial, whatever. It's real easy to get signed up. The FTC says the problem is a lot of times it's way too hard to cancel, and they're proposing new rules that would say it has to be just as easy to cancel yeah, as it was true. to subscribe. One survey finding nearly 80% of adults worldwide now pay for a subscription service. All it takes to sign up? But when you want to cancel, some companies require you to show up in person to cancel or hit you with drawn-out sales pitches. Others offer confusing online directions and phone calls with longer-than-usual wait times. The Federal Trade Commission calls these dark pattern tactics designed to trick and trap consumers. Dark pattern tactics. I've never had the you have to, uh, well, okay, I do. I have something I'm currently still, I still have that I don't want. And I've tried canceling it. And actually, uh, when Jeremy worked here, she was trying to get rid of it, too. And she told me, this is what you have to do. You have what to write it? a letter. It's like pet insurance, right? Oh, okay. And if you want to cancel it, you have to like write this letter and send it in. And, and she had tried. And when she was having trouble with it, I was like, if you are having trouble with this, then I'm just going to have this until the forever. company goes out of business or until my credit card, you know, until I don't have money to pay for right. the insurance anymore. But usually when I try and cancel something, I run into the issue of like, Maybe you want to, let's just say Hulu. I don't know exactly. Or something like that. Like, where the hell is the cancel button? Here's my menu. Here's, you know, I can even find my account. It's got my email address. Oh, yeah. I can change my password. This is the credit card that's on file. But a lot of times, it's just finding that cancel button. And I've numerous times had to Google, where do you cancel this? What do you type in to cancel? Most of these things won't let me cancel on the app. I don't know if you ever tried to do that, but oh, like, they never within a streaming it. service app on your phone, you they can't never do that. Let you, do it. you have to go to the the website, and right. then a lot of and times, you want I wanted to cancel. It doesn't matter, but part of my streaming service from inside of my YouTube TV. Okay, so I was like, I'm an add on again. I'm like, I'm paying for Showtime twice. Right. God damn it. Right. Yeah. So I was like, oh, I want to cancel. They're like, log in your YouTube TV on. On the web. Yeah, I'm like... Right. I'm on it. Right. The internet is working, folks. And by folks. the way, That's not only is. is it working, I, if I wanted to add it right now, I you could just... You would let me do it. You would let me do it. Why can't I click add or cancel? That's exactly what the FTC is saying. it should be that easy. So remember when they made the spam law about spam emails right. 20 years ago, however long that's been? So now at the bottom of everyone's email, when you see down at the bottom, there's usually a, a button that says unsubscribe. Right. Or Spotify, it says subscription too. Spotify never... They are horrible about canceling stuff. I don't know that I've tried to cancel that one before, but... Well, I've, I've tried to cancel it. They're like, log in... Yeah, uh, you have to like go on. It's a whole process. And, That's pretty yeah. common, right? These whole like find it's a trick pattern. It's almost yeah. like playing a game on your phone. Yeah, it's, right? it's like an escape room. You're like, all right, what do you? Where would I go next? Where would I hide the cancel button if I were a person trying I to make say, this hard to find? I would say I know people find. think they're the evil empire, and maybe they are. But Amazon makes it pretty easy to cancel stuff. They, and I think they made it easier a little bit as far as being Certainly able to finally search within your app. On my thing, I can just go up to the top and see. 
Here's all your subscriptions. Oh, on Fire Sticks? Yeah, yeah, here's all your subscriptions. You can just hit cancel, 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 And cancel. in the app now, you can just search subscriptions. Yeah, exactly. And it's not like totally obvious, but it's fairly obvious. It didn't used to be quite that easy. I think they've made it quite a bit easier. And with Apple, you can go in and just well, see I think it's everything. Pretty, I mean, I use it a lot, so maybe, but it's pretty obvious. Yeah. I mean, I think I mean, there's like a, few to, button, you know, a few button pushes is all I'm saying. If I go to Amazon and I just click on my name... Mm-hmm. It comes You're up, on the shopping app? track and manage your orders, buy again, returns and re- replacements, and then... Um, yeah, somewhere it's like subscriptions and something. I don't know exactly where that is. Right. But... That's uh, it. Subscriptions. It's on the okay. same okay. pull down. And on your iPhone, you can go into settings, right? Your, I don't know where it is on your Android. Your memberships but. and subscriptions. That's then it. I just click on your memberships and subscriptions, and it just takes you to it. I can cancel it right away. Yeah. Like, that seems reasonable enough. Now, I get what the FTC is saying, though. However easy it was to sign up, especially like you're talking about YouTube TV or whatever streaming service it is, if you're logged into the app and you're like, I'm, pay- I'm getting Showtime through Paramount or you're getting it through right, YouTube, you're like, I don't want this. Well, then the same button that, said, that used to be there that said subscribe, you should be able to hit unsubscribe. Exactly. The Church of Laszlo. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? You spend only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. All right, now, Lazo, you're a baseball fan, obviously. I am. And uh, I know we've talked in the past about how to watch baseball on TV that it seems like... Seems like it can make it a little bit easier for fans. That there's, you know, I just wish that there were cheaper subscriptions that you could buy sure. to see the games. But I understand the argument that there, there's a lot more games than there are in uh, the NFL, or even than there right. are races in Formula One, whatever you're comparing it to. But I just know that it, it felt like it to watch my home team. They're basically well, the, the only way to can. do it was to to get a cable, cable subscription, right. and that's really it. I'll buy MLB, and I'll get all the games. Except your home team. Except for, yeah. Then you have to use a VPN to try and you know, uh, watch try your to, own team. Right, and sometimes it works, sometimes yeah. it doesn't. So uh, Apple TV Plus, is that what it's called? They had <clears throat> some baseball games available, kind of like how Prime has some football games available, right? Because Prime, what does Amazon do? Thursday night and... Yeah. Do they also do Monday night now, or just Thursday night is the only one they, they might do. do Monday night. I don't remember, but... Because I, I know Monday Apple night used to be ESPN. I don't know. Okay, go on. Though, but yeah, yeah. I, I don't know. But I know that apparently Apple... Because Al Michaels does Amazon. Yeah, they got him and uh, what's-his-name got hired. But uh, Apple Plus had like a few select games each week, baseball games right. that were free. I guess they're like the Friday night games. Yeah. And now they're saying, you know what? We're going to go ahead and take that away, too. Uh, if you want to watch some of those games, you're just going to have to pay for Forget it. Forget about free baseball on Apple TV+. Plus. Last season, Major League Baseball offered some exclusive Friday night games on the platform for free. But this year, fans will have to pay the $7 monthly fee to get all of those games. So I guess if you're a member, like if you're paying for the Apple Plus. TV. Right, <clears throat> which I didn't know that there was free stuff within Apple TV Plus anyway. That's... I, did you? I don't know. I mean, I feel like I did. It's just there. It's kind of like I don't like expect if you go Netflix. In, you can uh, with all of them. You can. I mean, like Netflix doesn't have a free version. They say they've talked about. Oh having yeah, one. but uh, but with HBO or Stars or whatever, you can. They'll be like, you know, hey, HBO watch the first. Stuff? Yeah, it'll be like watch the first season of, because it's all teaser stuff. Okay, it's like watch I guess the I first season right. of this show. 
That makes sense. For I free, just haven't tried that. And then after you get done with it, they'll be like, you know, now you have to subscribe to watch the second season. Okay. Well, I just I wish baseball would come up with it's just such a an pay, they, app that lets you pay a membership just like you do with... Well, they do. Well, you just can't watch your own you team. You can't watch your own team, right. right? And then how much does it cost? Well, because you can't watch your home team, but that's not the... I mean... That's because the owner's licensing deals... Well, because the they did with works, right? Valleys or whatever. Yeah. So, you know, you can't watch it. So what, how much does it cost for the... Uh, what's it called? MLB what? I know I've heard it before. It's... Uh, I mean, their version of Sunday Ticket. MLB All Access or something? Uh, I can't remember it's, what it's uh, called. Is it more expensive? MLB TV. MLB TV. It's so $150 okay. a year. 150 a year. Which okay. is not bad. So I, I, just, like, I just watched... Um, and they've actually made it better recently. So you get all the games, every game. Yeah. And you Except can watch replays game. of the games if you want. Mm-hmm. Then you get highlights... Right. So you can just watch the highlights. Um, but then they've started, you get MLB TV, but they've also started creating their own content, which is smart. Okay. So, like, uh, I think just the other day I was scrolling through it and I watched an uh, hour and 20-minute documentary on Ricky Henderson. Okay. And so they started doing that. So now it's there's a bunch of baseball thing. documentaries that you can watch on there. But you can't watch your local game. I cannot watch the Royals. Can you watch it after it's aired? Can you watch a repeat yes. of it? How much? You have to wait 24 hours? Or I you just think watch it might highlights? be. Yeah. Okay. I guess, what do you say, 160 bucks? 150 bucks. bucks. Okay. For the year. I mean, it is a lot of games. And they'll, they'll run specials where it'll be cheaper than that. I'm sure. Uh, the TikTok CEO has been testifying. But I mean, you know, like if you just think about it, Royals, I know if you listen, if you're listening to this, and somebody's got to be like, man, I, I love you guys. Like, I really do. But my oldest son is a huge baseball fan. I'm a huge baseball fan, and my youngest son is a huge baseball fan, right? I grew up a Tigers fan. So when I turn on that MLB app, if the Royals aren't on, I just hit the Tigers. Yeah. I don't want to do that, but it's there, and I'm fine with it. So I'll just watch my name. My oldest, born in Seattle, uh, is a Mariners fan. So when he turns it on, uh, I can't watch the Royals. He watches the Mariners. Yeah. His allegiance and my allegiance go deeper and deeper and yes. deeper. I have one kid who was born here who loves the Royals. He turns it on and he watches the Padres. He can't watch them. Because yeah. he's like, I love the Padres. Why? Well, I had to pick somebody because I can't watch my own team. Yes, that seems bad to me for right. baseball. He knows every player on the Padres. He's got a Padres necklace. Yeah, had to pick someone else. Had to pick someone. I think it about in the future, like, how'd you, become a, how'd you become a fan of this team? Well, because I lived in whatever <laughs> right. city. Obviously, I couldn't watch my team. How did you become a fan of San Diego? Because <laughs> right. I couldn't watch my because own team. Because I lived in Kansas City. Yeah. Oh, of course. Oh, <laughs> we got a lot of you. Yep, a lot of you. you guys were able to watch the games. Yeah. Right. The CEO of TikTok has been uh, before Congress. Uh, depending on who's saying it, I've heard his name pronounced Shao uh, Chu or Shou Chu. Um, you know, it's 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 what you've heard before from Congress. It seems it's very very reminiscent of the Mark Zuckerberg. Anytime they bring these tech people, I don't even remember who it was. I think it was one of the Google CEOs. When they brought him in and said, is this phone tracking me right now? You remember that incident, yeah. right? And he's oh, like, yeah. well, it depends. And he's like, no, it's a yes or no question. He's like, well, it's not. Yes, it is. If I get up right now and move over there, and you're like, oh, my God, why are we doing this? And that's when you start to think about age limits you know, in Congress and stuff, even though I'm not usually for that. So the TikTok CEO had to sit there and explain you know, what he plans to do about privacy concerns and misinformation and uh, Representative Diana Degada from Colorado. I've never heard of her before, but she was really letting him have it. What more is, is TikTok doing? 
to try to strengthen its review to keep this information from coming across to people? Th thank you for the question, um, Congresswoman. The dangerous misinformation that you mentioned is not allowed on our platform. It violates them. I'm sorry to report it is on your platform. No. <laughs> uh, um, Congresswoman, I, I don't think I can sit here and say that we are perfect in doing this. We do work very hard. So how can you make yourself more perfect? I don't want you to say it's not there or you apologize. What can you do to... Okay, can we just stop and recognize the irony in all of this exactly. right now? In the United States, and Congress talking to a Chinese CEO saying, you know what? We don't trust you. We think we should be censoring you. You're here to prove to us that you shouldn't be censored. Because well, we all think you should be censored. Yeah, I mean, I and thought you were really going to hit it on the nail, nail on the head. Uh, someone in Congress telling somebody, hey... Uh, you're doing something corrupt. I'm like, we're trying to stop well, it. Too. Right. Yes. And they're like, well, tell us how you can be better. It's like, tell us how you can be better. Misinformation. This whole thing right. with misinformation. You still have a lot Congress of Congress, so apparently you're perfect. Right. You get to decide. There's like, not dangerous things coming out of Congress. Right. Well, she's not, she specifically keeps saying, you know, this mis misinformation, misinformation. That's he's what I'm like, saying. It's you don't think banned. there's dangerous misinformation coming out of Congress? Right. And he's like, it's banned already. Through videos of what guys in Congress were of saying course. in the last 15 years. But because minutes. they're in Congress, they get to say it? Exactly. That's the thing that gets me. That's the irony in all of this. You're talk We've for years been growing up in this country hearing about how in China they censor everything. The government decides what people get to see. They have restricted access to the Internet, right? You, you can't go on the Internet and, and actually see the World Wide Web. You just see this very walled-off garden of the internet that China uh, you know, allows, that the government allows. And now we are sitting here listening to our Congress people clearly try to sell us on why China should be doing a better job exactly. censoring our content. Right. Censoring our content for us. Like, what right. is going on here? And it's, we said this yesterday, but again, this is not just a problem with TikTok. This is a problem that you have then with the internet and with social media companies in general. But for whatever reason, it could be as conspiratorial as the CEOs like Mark Zuckerberg and others have paid Congress people to go after TikTok, or it could just be as simple as that's nah, Chinese. So well, it's easier to go after them and sell to the public that we should get rid of that platform than the others. Because misinformation on social media has been their talking point now for however many years since the 2016 election. I feel like is when it really became right. part of our lexicon, right? All this uh, Russian collusion, and they're, they're spreading misinformation. At that time, it was all Facebook and Twitter, all these bots. You know, it's all, it's not real. Those people aren't real. They're all coming out of Russia. They say, you know, they build these fake profiles. But currently now, we've just seemed to go straight for TikTok, and they're laser focused on them, and they have blinders on everything else. And I, I just, it, it, if you'd played this for someone 10 years ago, I think in the United States, they'd be a lot more shocked and just like, what? Why would we possibly be considering the, any of this? There's a couple of things that people put on Twitch. Uh, Steve said, I hate to sound ageist, but goddamn, do we need an age maximum for people in government? Like, I love the wisdom of my elders, but I don't want them making decisions about technology right. when they have not a clue on how it works. And I don't think there should be an age maximum. I don't but I think you can. But wait, but I think they could just start being more smart about it. Like, I don't know how to set up Twitch. So I hired Snowcone. Like, if you're going to ask questions about technology, be well-versed in it. Right. And if you're not, be okay as a congressman to be like, hey, I understand what you guys are uh, saying about TikTok, but I don't know the ins and outs of it. Why don't you question her? Right. And I'll sit here and learn. 
Yeah, that right. Be, and by the first. way, when this is done and you start talking crazy nonsense about how we're going to prosecute them or not prosecute them, I can tell you, well, well, that's not how it works, right? And I can still use my wisdom and knowledge to help you. With, like, why? Can, we just don't do that. No, it's so like simple. Then, how, when are they going to get their moment right? to shine? Get right? Screen time. You got to get like, that. Got to get that sound bite. Hire people and have them do stuff that uh, your weakness. Yeah. Right. Yeah. At least write the questions for you then, so that well, you know, I you would get, just be like, if that really were to happen, I'd be like, you know, I don't want to ask this guy about TikTok. Right. But and like I wouldn't Snoke ask either of you two either. I'm like, where's AOC? She dances on that thing. Have right. her at right. And yeah. who's that guy who wears a T-shirt? Says Florida man. He can do it for the Republican yeah, side. We're good. Constituents to see you on TV. Right. right. They're, They're right. trying to get their moment. They got to get that moment where they got your question. I got them. Look at me grilling this now, person. Like the woman from Colorado. I didn't yeah. know who she was. I I've never heard of her. Constituents and, and certainly do. Know. I see her on a couple channels this morning. So yesterday we talked about Jack Daniels at, at being at the Supreme Court right now, or a case involving well, yeah, Jack I'm, Daniels. All right, yeah, but it's not always good. No, it's not always good. Right, Those no. moments aren't. I think, and you could, be, you know, if you're smart enough, you could make that moment anyway. Saying this Google you follow me was not and be good. like, hey, we're about to question, uh, you know, TikTok, right? And uh, you know what? I'm not totally well versed in how this works. I really want to learn, and I know a lot of you people do too. Sure, but I do know who's well versed, and that's my partner from Los Angeles. And not only has he done that, but he actually worked in that sector. And I'm going to have him question it while I sit here and learn, Congressman. Sure. You would be on the news that day. They'd be like, thank God. Right. Like, Mr. Because Smith goes so to Washington of. because you said something true. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jack Daniels is at the Supreme Court with, uh, what are they called? Bad Spaniels. This is the story that we talked Bad about yesterday Spaniels. in Doom Scrolling. Yeah, the mm-hmm. dog squeaky toy that we talked oh. about. So, it's a good band name. Uh, Bad Spaniels Bad is a good name. Bad Spaniels. So, if you're not familiar with the story at all, this company makes uh, dog squeaky toys. Damn One of Spaniels. them looks like a little, you know, Jack Daniels bottle, and it's made to look a lot like it, except it says Bad Spaniels. And instead of old lucky number seven or whatever Jack Daniels says, it says old lucky number two on the carpet. You know, little jokes like that. So, I always thought that this stuff fell under some sort of a parody, you know, yeah. umbrella because. No one would think when they see that squeaky toy that it was a bottle of Jack Daniels. Right. Right. You couldn't confuse the two for one another. It's, it would be obvious to a person of average intelligence that this is a spoof. So, mm-hmm. But I also, now that this thing's made all the way to the Supreme Court, I'm thinking, so what are the conservatives, which way do they lean? Like, what do the liberals think about a case like this as opposed to the conservatives? So I did get, yesterday while we were talking about it, they were actually, I think, in court. in court. And so now there has been uh, some of this stuff released. And this is Alito. You'll hear him mm-hmm. with his concerns. Mm-hmm. And then you hear what Elena Kagan says. Could any reasonable person think that Jack Daniels had approved this use of the mark? But Justice Kagan with this statement. This is not um, a political T-shirt. It's not a film. It's not an artistic photograph. It's nothing of those things. It's a standard commercial product. I don't see the parody, but you know, whatever. I agree. So with I that. thought this was interesting. I actually agree with that. Parody. She's saying covers music. I don't see a parody because a par- the definition of parody would lend it to some sort of humor. I believe. Well, I think people well, look at that and supposed find it humorous. To, this is supposed to be funny, but she's saying this is a consumer product, whereas she makes it sound like parody only covers people in the arts. If you want to write a song, if you want to do a sketch on SNL, well, if you want to do a or political, political t-shirts, right. yeah. But as as a standard consumer product, it should be some sort of, I guess, copyright infringement. I was surprised by that. If you played me both of those quotes and said, who do you think is saying which one? I would have flipped him. I would have yeah, thought would that have Kagan was the one saying, is yeah. anyone really going to confuse Cocker Spaniels or whatever it is? Uh, 
I keep reading the name Bad Spaniels mm-hmm. with Jack Daniels. But, yeah, but I, I, w- I would have thought that would have been that But you would think that, that, they, that Jack Daniels could make that product. That they could make what product? Right, they could do it. The chew toy. That's yeah. what I think it is. They're saying this, it's, a, it's not a parody. It's a lookalike. Right. And they're saying this looks like Jack Daniels made this chew toy. Right. Mm-hmm. And Jack Daniels is like, we don't want to be known for making chew toys. Right. Yes. That, to me, makes complete sense. I understand, but I don't look at that and think, just because I'm so used to the world that we live in or the country we live in where there is all this stuff, yeah. if I saw that, I would not think the same company that makes Jack Daniels makes no. this squeaky toy, no. personally. But maybe a lot of people would. I well, don't actually, know. in the definition of parody, she's right, too, because it says, an imitation of the style of a particular writer, artist, or genre. Hmm. Right. So in this, they're well, imitating... Same product. Like, you can't, I can't imitate a car. Right. In this, they're imitating the... Uh, the bottle, right? Which is yeah. the design of the bottle, the design of the label, it's an iconic bottle. and some of the the uh, words that are written on the bottle. Obviously, yeah. it's a. But would that be the writer, or writer, artist, or genre? Yeah. So it, it is technically writing. There is something written on there, and it is uh, supposed boy. to be funny. It's a writer but looks more like not a, a, not a, not a looks more like a product. Seems right? a really narrow. Well, I guess that's why it made it all the way to the Supreme Court yeah. because this thing went to court, went back and forth, and somehow is now in front of the Supreme Court. So I don't know. I'll keep you updated. I, I, I don't really care, I guess. I no. don't know how this affects that me is personally. Yeah, I thought it was kind of interesting. It's the Church of Yo, okay, so I spent most of the day basically reading this article from The Verge. It's been like two So that hours. you wouldn't have to. I know, and if I'm being honest, I skipped some parts of it because I didn't care that much about the end, and then I was like, yeah, maybe I do. It's a. It's in the Verge. I don't know what you search for. It's about catfishing. I think if you just search catfish uh, Portland, Oregon, well, I'll tweet it out too. But it's talking about romance scams. Now you know what a romance scam is. I when I think of a romance scam, I think of these shows that I see on uh, mm-hmm. you know Discovery Plus or mm-hmm. whatever. And it's a lot of times it's women who are recently divorced. Sometimes it might be a little bit older. They meet a guy online. He's usually got some sort of uh, sexy accent. He works on an oil rig somewhere. So the oil rig thing is very common. I've, I've learned this. this. Okay, yeah, you're this saying is that, so that Yeah, this is so that uh, I think the reason they say they're on the oil rig is because if they're like engineers who have a company that has something to do with oil, that sounds lucrative, right? And then on top of that, they can say that they have to be on the rig and so even if they live in the same town as you, it makes it very difficult to see them so they can end up talking to you for weeks or months before, you know, without you being suspicious that you've never had time to meet because he's, oh, he's out on the rig. Then they slowly start saying, oh, I need a little bit of money, and they start scamming you. And that, that's when I think of romance scams, that's basically what I think of. This article is talking about specifically a, a different kind of romance scam. It's a romance scam that targeted a guy, a young guy, who's wealthy. Okay. Most of those women that I see in those shows are not wealthy, yet they'll end up giving these guys anywhere from five hundred to twenty thousand dollars. One Damn. woman I saw gave fifty thousand dollars to this guy. They don't get all. She hides her face. You know, some of them will will do the interviews, but they don't want to be shown. Mm-hmm. And I get that. I don't know that I would tell anybody about this. Yeah. But so this guy, they call him Mike. I guess that's his real name. He's supposedly some sort of uh, tech CEO. He started a tech company, sold it for a bunch of money. Has some other business that's getting ready to take off. You heard me. Was it an energy drink or lemonade yeah, or like something? A watermelon yeah, I don't know drink. what the hell it was. And he says it's gonna, it's, you know, be worth a bunch of money. But he's got money. Is the the point? He says he's got money, and he drives this nice Jaguar. Now he mm-hmm. he lives in Portland, and um, or at least this happened in Portland. I assume he lives there. Sure. And uh, 
they're talking about how he and this this friend of his, his girlfriend who's not really a girlfriend, at some point she's like, hey, do you want to have a threesome with me and my friend? And he's like, yeah, that'd be great. And he, has, he goes out and parties with these all girls. And right. Yeah, basically right. he they tell us all of that to set us up to – this is why he joins Tinder because he's had so much fun oh, having so sex with these girls. The scam. No, the the scam was not that. That part was real life, and then he decides to join Tinder because I keep thinking, all right, okay. threesome that is a red he had flag, a great time. right? Who wants to have a threesome? No one actually wants to have a threesome. Right. I mean, dudes do, mm. but if girls like, let's have a threesome, you're like, mm, mm. that should be a red flag. Yeah, it should be, especially depending on what time of night it is, what mm. you look like, how much money you have, all those things. So, uh, this guy meets a girl on Tinder. She calls herself Kai. She's got uh, the pictures they say are just pictures of in the mirror, you know, those bathroom pictures. So pictures, I think there's some selfies of her in the mirror. Then there's some pictures of like her ass in a bikini, okay. things like that. You know exactly those kind of pictures. But that's all she has on her profile. And I don't know how many pictures are on, normally on a Tinder profile. Are there a lot? Uh, I think, some, I think the average is like five or six. Okay, but you can have quite a few. Some I think people so. Can have you can have like up to ten or something. I would think that the more someone has, the more... Reassured you be, yeah, yeah, but it could also just be the more you know this person has ripped off someone else's profile and took all their photos. Sure, but so he meets this girl and she they go out. It's like midnight and they find themselves at like a Denny's somewhere. Mm. And this guy's I'm like already a millionaire. Like, yeah, supposedly a millionaire. Denny's. Exactly. I'm thinking, man, it doesn't matter how rich you are. Yeah, horny always wins. Always. You find yourself at this Denny's. At midnight, talking to this girl, and he's he's saying, I've been catfished at this point because the girl is not the same girl that's in the profile mm. pictures. And he's texting his buddy, and he's like, you know, this girl is, if I'm being honest, she's not she's not very attractive. And the buddy's like, send me a picture, and he's like, this whole thing, I just want to get out of here. This, this sucks ass, I think is what he said. So the dinner or whatever it is is over. They get done eating, and she's he's got this nice Jaguar Roadster, like an F-type or something. And... Uh, she asks if she can drive, and he lets her drive. Lets her drive the car. Mm-hmm. She says, "I gotta go. I'm gonna stay at my friend's house. I'm staying at a friend's house, and I need to go over there." Now, I'm not clear if he was thinking he was gonna go back to this person's house and have sex with her at a friend's house. I assume that's what was happening, but I'm honestly skimming through this. Well, I mean, if he's at Denny's at midnight, and you know, well, he wants out of it though. He's telling his friend like this. I but this does sucks. He, you know that's what, I mean? what I'm asking. I don't like, know. Does he? he could be telling this person that, and then telling the person who's writing the. It's hard to one out of it and think it sucks, but but but, but in the moment it. he might be thinking like it's already midnight. What else I'm am I gonna here. do tonight? Right. right. So. Apparently, she's driving. He lets her drive, and they go all the way back Stop to this. Stop letting her drive your car. That part's weird. I don't understand the, you know, I guess she asked, like, oh, my gosh, can I drive? And a first date? There was a, no, yeah, there was a couple other red flags. Like, before they went out, uh, they were supposed to go to a hotel originally, and she's like, you know, she's texting him, like, where, or messaging him, I guess, on Tinder, you know, where are we going to go? And he's like, I don't know. And she's like, how about a hotel? And he's like, okay, how are you going to pay? And he's like, a credit card. She's like, actually, could you get some cash out? Wait, and he's she's like, asking, okay. how are you going to pay? Yeah. That's a huge red flag. But, How horny but, are you What at is this she point? asking? For the, don't, ho- no. the hotel or for me? For the hotel. Yeah. I don't well, understand this. I think if, if she, like, are if you she trying not to, to leave a paper trail? How much are you going to pay? Wouldn't, that, wouldn't you kind of think that? Is she an escort? This, the, so this is, okay. Kai started messaging Mike, asking strange questions. She said, do you want to get a hotel? How will you Red pay? And he one. says, credit card. And then she says, can you pull out cash instead? Yeah, no. Supposedly he says, okay, but never actually goes to I'm the not, ATM. Well, I'm not going at all. So I don't know. But at that point, right, I don't, well, why are we meeting up? Because you're horny, I guess. And you're like, why? Yeah, Maybe she doesn't want a pay? paper trail. Can you get cash? Like, yeah. There's, there's all. Of course. Not even a red flag. Of course. It's the giant it's, stop It's sign. over the top. But still, 
You, it's easy for you to say right now, it's daylight, You're right. it's afternoon, You're, right. You're sober, You're right. and you haven't been talking to this girl on Tinder for the last two days or whatever yeah, that's it is. that's a good point. So, because I'm guessing you've got a few stories that maybe don't end with your Jaguar getting stolen, but somewhat similar. So I got a few. I spoil it a little, his Jag gets stolen, I'm sure you saw that coming. They go back to this house, mm-hmm. this neighborhood, it's in a bad part of town, and she says... Uh, you know, I got to wait for my friend. He's thinking like, why can't we just go knock on the door? But she says we can't go knock on the door. I'm texting her. I'm waiting for her to message back. So they're sitting. It's like raining out. It's three in the morning. And she's supposedly texting her friend who's supposed to be in this house right here. Okay. Finally, she's like, listen, uh, don't make fun of me, but I got to go pee. I'm going to go pee in those bushes. That's when you like, take off. Okay. Except she's in the driver's seat. So she gets All out of the right. car. Turns the car off and takes the keys with oh, her. Oh, hell no. So now he's in the passenger no, seat. No, no, no. keys. No. The car has been turned off. It's pouring outside. No. And he's like, I felt like I was in a horror movie. I'm like, yeah, well, God, it's hard to not judge you, man. I know. It is. I know. I know it could happen to anybody. I'm not the smartest but come person. come on. But come like, on. I guess when she's taking the keys, maybe you're thinking when she gets out, I'm going to leave her if I have to. Maybe not. Maybe things aren't that bad yet. You know, you, you wouldn't want to be rude. If she tries but taking the keys, when she you tries say, taking the keys, you no. jump out. You, you say, jump what are you out, doing? right? You, you jump out of the car back. and you say, or is it possible that when she got out of the car, like was the car just sitting there and it wasn't on and they're sitting there in the dark? So then when she got out, she took the keys with her and he like well, doesn't already, really notice. Uh, right. Like it's you know, it's a push start. It. It's not like the keys are up in there the in, the, in the column anymore. So yeah, I don't know. But somehow she turns the car off, takes the keys out, and leaves. So now he's sitting in the car. I don't remember how long he said he sat there, but it felt like a long time. And I'm some sure. dudes show up, right? Of course. They show up. One's got a gun. Yep. One's got a knife. They're telling him to get out of the car, get the F out of the car. Yep. And they steal the uh, Jag. Jag. And then and they take his phone. And so he has to walk through this neighborhood. It's I'm now like take my phone. almost I mean, I guess you need to so they can't call the cops. I thought but, the same thing. But come on, let's leave my like, phone. Leave the phone. But then they're thinking, we got to get a head start on these cops. Yeah, you so. Get, yeah. so now he's walking through a neighborhood he doesn't know. It's like 3.45 in the morning. Jesus. And he finally finds... After walking for like half hour, 45 minutes, he finds a subway that's open 24 hours, hmm. goes in and tells them what happened. They're like, okay. So the cops get called. They show up. The cops think he's lying. They think it's a drug deal gone bad. All of that, if you want to know how this thing is, there's the a lot more thing. to it. I would think the exact same he thing. Said he, he, was, he said in his defense, he said he kind of looked like a drug dealer because he was wearing like a really nice hoodie with like jeans that were uh, st- designer ripped jeans and nice tennis jag. shoes. You would think a drug yeah. dealer got robbed they, and they took his stuff. And that's what they thought. You know, but instead, supposedly he's a, a tech millionaire. But I was thinking too, if I really am a tech millionaire, am I telling people this story? I might tell the cops. The Jag they said was worth $50,000. That sucks, but isn't it insured? I th- I'm not telling anyone. I think I don't tell anyone the story. That's not really I don't showing think I, a lot of confidence in your abilities to right. the only do anything. Reason, the only reason I would tell this story is because of this job. If this happened to me, I might think, I have to tell this on the air. It's too good not to tell. But otherwise, I don't think I'm telling sure. some magazine about it. I don't think I'm even telling the cops about it well, if I'm a millionaire. Well, when you read this earlier, you said that watermelon drink he has, they're about to do another round of funding. Yeah, for like $35 million or something yeah, crazy. Yeah, those investors got to be like, hmm. I don't want to give this guy money. Uh, right. Well, also, just how about even if you're not a tech CEO, just still, a human yeah, being, still. it's embarrassing. And that's why I think some of these people hide their faces in these shows. It makes sure. perfect sense to me. I don't yeah. judge them because I know that it could happen to probably anyone. They say these romance scams. Just last year, the FTC said it was like $1.3 that Americans lost in romance scams. But when I think of those romance scams, I do think of the oil rig worker who says, come on, honey. We could never pull this off. I don't know. We would go to prison. 1.3 billion. I don't need 1.3 billion. I need 
hundred grand. Right. Well, you you How go to you, you go to prison. So you're gonna you're gonna get some girl to set up this whole thing. Oh, if you're, you're gonna hot. go steal a car, and then who are you gonna sell the stolen car to? Which this becomes some a problem person. in this story. Yeah, an old person. <laughs> old people love buying hot cars. <laughs> like here, I tell you this fifty thousand dollar Jag for thirty grand. Yeah, it's not worth it. You're gonna get caught. You're gonna go to prison. Not to mention, I can't speak for you, but I believe that you have empathy. So I don't think that you could do this to people. I have greed too. I mean, maybe you maybe you could do it to a guy because you're like, yeah, Sergio, you're right, you horny dude. For whatever reason, we feel less sympathy or empathy for horny men just because of all the bad things horny men do. Yeah. Even in movies and stuff, you're like, oh, that guy's screwed up by. Yeah. And when it happens to a woman on one of these shows, I'm like, oh my god, this guy. Once again, it's the guy who took advantage of you. Mm-hmm. I can't believe it. I feel Poor bad girl. for you. Yeah. When it happens to the guy, you're like, yeah, dude. What What were you thinking? What were you thinking? But honestly, the only reason that my Jaguar never got stolen at 3.30 in the morning is because I never had a Jag. I mean, the truth of the matter is, if I had anything valuable and someone wanted to scam me with one of these, it would have happened. How I mean, many you times? a stripper, a Taurus. Forget, That's close. For, for, and that was sober. Forget about uh, the hungover anxiety that you get sometimes when you're just not feeling good physically, and you're like, I drank way too much last anxiety, night. Anxiety, yeah. Much. Forget about that. Just the, if you can, set that aside and think about the times where you found yourself in that moment of total confusion where you've left your car in the other part of town, you've spent money you don't have on a hotel room downtown because it was the only place that this person would go with you after the mm-hmm. bars. You know, like, no, nah, we don't want to go to your house. We, that's dangerous. We'll go to a public place. We'll go to a hotel. You've done it, I'm sure. Mm-hmm. And I'm guessing, I don't know what the, the max number of miles is that you've driven, but in that show to catch a predator, those guys were driving for hundreds of miles, yeah. those pedophiles. Yeah. So I, I got to think that there's been okay, some guys who have driven... Just pedo- saying, pedophiles. I'm just saying, you may not have everything in common, but there's something yeah, in common. I don't have a lot in common. Driving somewhere. Let's, let's, to- stop, this, let's <laughs> stop walking down this path. <laughs> Drive, you're driving somewhere when you know you shouldn't be. You're going somewhere you know you Too shouldn't legal be. legal of and age doing- women. Yes, but the, the point is, how far have you gone out of your way? Now, I think you may have already far. told me. Yeah, I did. Because I think my furthest, and because I was trying to think too, like what's the worst? When you think back on all those times when you had to really evaluate everything that you'd been doing in your life up to that point, all the decisions certainly that you'd made in the last 24, 48 hours. Think about all those times. Here's what's different. This guy gets the car stolen. He never had sex with this girl, right? Mm-hmm. Also, when he met her, he apparently didn't, he says he didn't want to have sex with her anymore, but who knows? But the car gets stolen, so he doesn't even have the clarity of having an orgasm. So he's that he's there at three thirty in the morning, right, right. pouring rain, and I'm thinking to myself, dude, honest to God, if if I was in his position, I had his phone, there's a chance I'd be back on Tinder. Like, do I have any matches? Because now it's three thirty in the morning. You've invested all this time. You've just lost your car, and you still. That's how much horny gets in the way of logical thinking and your ability to make good decisions. Because every single one of these instances that I can think of where I, I had that moment of clarity, it's because I did have sex, right? Mm-hmm, because mm-hmm. I did go, oh, my God. Why am I in St. Joe, <laughs> right? And why is my car in Westport? Right. But those times when it didn't work out, it's like you just kept you kept trying to thread the needle. You kept you know, on to the next thing. And if, even if it's 7 o'clock in the morning and nothing worked out, you're thinking, do I need to go to bed? Maybe I could get some people to go out now. It's the great it motivator. It never ends. Never ends. It never ends. But if I'm worth millions... No way I'm telling this story. Mm-hmm. I, I'm not telling the story. If they stole from me, uh, you know, my car, mm-hmm. my $15,000 car, mm-hmm. I'm not telling the story. 
And you would say, oh, yeah, but you, you told the story about buying the shirt in the car. As I've said, I might tell it because it would make a good story good for, for On the, the Air. Yeah. But, man, I, I don't know that I'm going and sitting down and doing an interview with, uh, who is this? The Verge. And then talk, he goes on social no, media and really talks about he it. He goes on social media, tries to get the car back. I'm thinking, dude, let the car let go. go. You're, you're supposed to be worth millions and millions. You right. got this $50,000 jag. Use the insurance. Stop talking to people about this. But, hey, you know what? I'll give him credit. Maybe he's thinking it's not embarrassing because you know that it could happen to you. Because mm-hmm. that's obviously what I'm thinking. Like, mm-hmm. damn, I'm glad this never happened. Glad to it me. wasn't me. I, there was, and I'm trying to think of the worst example, but the closest I could think was there was this girl that I'd been messaging back and forth, and I think it was on like MySpace. This mm-hmm. was I was in my you know God, early twenties, yeah, early twenties, and I'd met this girl. I ran into her at a party at one point. I'd ran into her a couple times, maybe to show, and uh, I saw her at this party, and I really tried to flirt with her there. She was sort of interested, you know, like it seemed okay, but then she didn't want to hang out anymore. She had to leave or whatever it was. So she was kind of stringing me along for a while. I found out later, before I met up with her, but I was mm-hmm. still planning on meeting mm-hmm. up with her. Through friends, uh, actually it was a friend of mine, his his girlfriend, overheard me talking about this girl. And she goes, wait a second, what does this girl look like? And I showed her a picture and she informs me that this girl that I've been talking to, uh, first of all, had a boyfriend. So she'd been supposedly lying to me about her, you know, status as being single she says her boyfriend she claims is one of the biggest coke dealers in the city oh god carries a gun and everything so that's scary but then she also tells me and she once stabbed me that's what oh, she tells me jesus and she proceeds to show me a scar that she has where she says this girl came at me in the driveway this was three years ago and stabbed me and ended up going to jail for this fight that we had for i don't remember how long eight months a year something jesus. like that and I'm telling you right now, Snowcone, that wasn't after enough. all of that, it, it almost wasn't. Because I still had those moments where I was like, oh, maybe I should just message her. You know? Like, she's, she's saying she wants to meet up. Maybe she won't tell the boyfriend. Maybe the boyfriend's not real. All of those things being told to me directly to my face. I got still. stabbed. Her boyfriend's a murderer. He's the biggest drug dealer in the city. That's not her real name, by the way. She's catfishing you. Yeah. We didn't have the term He's catfishing still, yet. Yeah. I was like, ah. I know she's a real person. She is real. I've seen her. I've seen her. I just saw her at Costco. Should I go talk to her? (laughs) The Church Church of Laszlo. No. All right. I want you to be honest with me now since we're about done. Okay. You haven't said anything. Laszlo didn't say anything. What? Um, Can you see this giant bump on my head? It's huge. You've noticed it. Yeah, it's huge. It's I've, I've been staring at it all day. Huge, right? I'm sorry. I'm not trying to be rude. but It looks like I got hit in the head with the baseball bat. It does. Right? Or that it does like legitimately look like I got into a fight. I got home I just last it was night. A huge zit. It is a huge zit. Well, thought, I guess thank God you thought that because honestly, last night it was one of those where I was like, "Man, something. Am I getting a zit there?" And you know, there's a difference for anyone who's ever had to deal with bad skin. Mm-hmm. You get the the whatever the ones that are kind of on the top of the skin there, and then you get the ones where like this is going to last for weeks. There's that joke in American Dad where Roger says something about like, you've got one of those underground zits. It's got about three <laughs> weeks until it hits us. And that's that's what I'm thinking. I hear that yeah. voice in my head last night. I was like, God. So then <laughs> Brooke fell asleep on the couch, and uh, I guess I did too. And then I woke up, and I was you know saying, hey, it's time to go to bed. And I woke her up, and she's like, what happened to you? She thought I'd oh, been in a fight. No. I'm like, it's a zit. And she's like, oh, no. I was like, yeah, what do I do? What do I do with this? Are people going to think that I got – into a fight? Are they going to know that it's a zit? Does it look like I banged my head on a door jam? You're bald, so it's just like it's even a blank canvas. It's on my, it's above my eyebrow. It's gonna. Doesn't matter if I had a hat on or not. It's still, it's on my forehead. It's still noticeable, but I feel like there's just there's nothing else up there to look at. Why don't Why don't I outgrow this? Why I thought that this was something 
that you dealt with as a teenager. As a matter of fact, I'm positive that when I was a teenager, everyone told me, oh, you'll you'll grow out of it. You know, it just yeah, you said it's you tough. Had bad when acne when you horrible, were a kid. Horrible. Yeah. Horrible. I never dealt with that. And you know thankfully. what? It, it was all my own fault because right. I, I was over at a friend's house and uh, it was summertime. I was in junior high mm-hmm. and he had, my friend had a twin sister, okay? And the two of them, his sister was very pretty. Nice. And so the two of them were, and they were a year older than me. Okay. They were talking about, the, and they also went to uh, the the other school Different in town. school, yeah. So they're talking about people that I don't know, and there's somebody that they don't like, whatever, and like, she, the, the sister is talking about this girl that she hates, and she's like, God, I hate her so much. Apparently the two had been going back and forth. She claimed that the girl had been bullying her or okay. whatever. So... The brother's like, well, you know, we should bully him back. And I'm like, yeah. And so he says, hey, let, yeah. let Reed uh, prank call her. Oh, right? Oh, yeah. Okay. I think so I'm like, this oh, one. go ahead. Okay. So I don't remember the exact uh, details, but the prank call involved something about, I don't remember if I said that I worked for like Clearasil or, <laughs> or maybe proactive actually and said like, Jesus, hey, you, you know, um, your subscription, whatever, something to do with that. It was very brief, and it was over. And I swear to God. That was it. Like, the next day, I'm not exaggerating, I got a zit. No. And I, I told him, I was like, whoa, I got a zit. I'd never had one before, so I go and get all the stuff, the oxy, the clear, so all of it. I have three older brothers. Only one of them ever really had to deal with any uh-huh. acne. So I'm thinking, God, I'm going to myself. Yeah. And then that one zit, that was the beginning of it. I tried everything. I was probably making it worse by doing that, and it was Horrible. Man, that sucks. Horrible. To the point of like where that the really doctors sucks. are doing the, anyone who's gone through it, the doctors go, do you want to do the uh, Accutane thing? Because that's like the final uh, option that you what have. What is that? It's, uh, it's a pretty serious drug that they, I don't know if they still prescribe it. Okay. Um, but it, you had to get blood work done if you did it because oh. it could mess up your liver really bad. It's like, because it, it was like a synthetic vitamin E or something similar to vitamin E okay. or vitamin A, something okay. like that. Something that... Um, could be tough on your liver potentially, and so you had to do blood work. And because you had to do blood work, that really freaked me out. Ugh. And I felt like this voice had told me, "That's not an option for you. Don't do it." Yeah, I say that now. I think at the time it was just because I was scared to get blood work done every well, sure. week or whatever it was, because you had to get blood work but done you're regularly. A kid getting blood work done to well, get I have, this experimental treatment—that sounds scary. I have friends who did it. Yeah, like the same age people yeah. that I met. You know, later in life, in my twenties, where they're all like, dead now. No, but like seriously, one of them was part of a lawsuit because he claims that it, it meant that he got like some sort of something similar, like ulcerative colitis. Jesus, really? And he was claiming that it had something to do with that drug. Whether or not that's true, I don't know. And then I started seeing commercials on TV. You know, like, did you use this drug? And I was like, oh god. So now I also most people that I talked to said they used it. It worked great, and huh. their acne completely went away, and they never had any problems. I'm thinking maybe I should have done that. But you got to remember, if I'd been being told back then you're going to live with this the rest of your life, then I probably would have said, go ahead and do it. But I kept being told, like, it's only going to last another six months. Yeah, you're going to grow out of it. It wasn't even a year. They're saying, like, you got a few months, you just have an outbreak, and then it'll go away. It did not. My mom had... Well, you don't have it now. My mom... I have it now. I deal with it constantly. I still use prescription stuff daily. Okay, because I don't... I never noticed, like, a lot of zits. Like, I noticed this one. I go to a dermatologist still, yeah. Really? Yeah, I still go. See, I was fat, and I had a lisp. Which is crazy and, to me. In middle school. That's what I got made fun of. I never had to deal with acne. I don't know. Yeah, I did get made fun of a little bit. You know who makes fun of you? It's not so much like it is in the movies. For me, at least, it wasn't bullies. It was your own friends making comments sometimes. Like pizza face. Little things. Uh, it's not even like Pock that because you're older than that. I remember one time we were at the mall, because I'm old, and they had a camcorder <laughs> out, that, or, you know, like a digital camera that was for sale. Okay. And 
you could you know look around the store and it put it up on a, oh, on no. these screens oh, and my buddy no. does it and he zooms in on my face and he's oh, dying laughing no. stuff like that, that you know sucks, and anytime man. you'd sit and talk to someone like at a table in school all you're thinking is i know at they're at looking they're at how gross is i have to be gross did you feel that right today now. talking to me all day it's all i've thought about yeah. i can physically feel it and i have been it I'm hurts sorry. so much i put lidocaine on it Ugh. before i went to bed last night because like i don't know this thing is like that it, does look it, painful it, i'm sorry man and brooke's like pop it i'm like there's nothing to do there's i'm to the point now there's nothing to pop she's like oh there always is she's like ready to get needles yeah, she out like loves popping I, she's ready to, so weird she's ready to like do surgery i'm, girls like, I'm not like there yet that. i don't know it's so weird because I mean, it's one thing maybe if you get some sort of satisfaction doing it to yourself, but doing it to other people—yeah, it's gross. So and like every weird, girl loves I've doing met it. Tons of girls. Girls like, love oh, I it. love that. I'm like, God, that's one thing I learned. Girls I think like, there's let me like pop them. Let me YouTube pop like ASMR videos for it. Like, I'm sure, it's there just gross. there's the pimple popper doctor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She yeah. got her own show on TLC Jesus. and has a billion uh, Instagram followers. That ugh, those videos of I mean the the show I've seen parts of that show before. I, I don't understand how that's a thing, but you know, to each their own. It does seem like, for it's whatever so, reason, yeah, girls women are more right now are likely. I love it. It's so satisfying. That's yeah. It's just like. But let me tell you gross. this: what you don't want as a high schooler is for the appealing thing about you to women is that zits. yeah, you've got zits that can pop. <laughs> you know, that's not a great Ain't thing. Great. It's probably great. how I ended up being the kid who sat in class and let the girls put makeup on me. Someone like, said, yeah. "Go see a dermatologist." You do. See I do a see a dermatologist. I do. I do. I mean, but maybe they're go for fine, go man. see it for this one. You know, I don't know. Like this is worthy probably of a trip to the doctor. <laughs> is this normal? It's gonna go away in a few it's, months. It's huge. I had a friend in school, and he had sort of bad skin, not nearly as bad as mine. But when he would get a big zit, yeah, he would put a bandaid over it. To this day, if he has something go wrong with his face, if he gets like a zit or something, he will put a bandaid over it. Uh. I'm like. But now it really, he's like, hey, at least people can't see it. I'm like, yeah, yeah, but it draws so much attention. He's like, it's already being thought of. But I can see his reasoning. His reasoning, and he's smart. It makes me. sense. So, and he's a good salesman. Because like, it could Look. be a cut. Because now people just say, what happened? And you yeah. say, cut myself, hit my head, whatever. He's like, they're going to be looking at it anyway. So he just puts the Band-Aid over it. I kind of like that. that. Never done that. I, I do like remember that. thinking in high school, like, why can't guys wear makeup without getting made fun of? Because there were girls in my school that had bad skin, but they could put that makeup on and look a million times better if a dude put makeup on. Forget about it. That was it. Unless you were a goth or something. That wasn't yeah. an option. This guy so. said, uh, don't mess with it. I had one that got infected at that same spot last year. In this same spot right uh. here? What's Go infected? And, what's that mean? I don't know. I mean, I know what it means, but what's that, what, I guess, what would that look like? I don't know, and I don't want to know. Oh, it's enough God. talk about it. We're done, right? It's yeah, enough talk about it. this. Um, tomorrow is Friday. Are we... Are we in? Do we have to be here early in the morning? Oh, no. We decided that's next that's week, next right? That's next week. 31st. That's next week. All right. So yeah. see you at the same time. Tomorrow. Uh, tomorrow, then. We'll All right. Here. Uh, good show, Snow Cone. Stay positive, kids. <laughs> the, church. the Church of Laszlo. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? 
Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.